नमस्ते सत्याकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप और भाई जनवरी 2019 मतलब 2019 को हमें लगा कि रेडियो पर सब कुछ है एंटरटेनमेंट है इंफोटेनमेंट है इंफोमर्शियल्स हैं कमर्शियल्स हैं वी हैव एवरीथिंग बट एक जीनियस को ऐसा लगा कि भाई वो सब चीजें नहीं है जो हम रोजमर्रा की चीजें हैं जो कि बहुत इंपॉर्टेंट है और उन चीजों के बारे में बात होनी चाहिए और वो जीनियस हमारे साथ यहां पर है स्टूडियो जिन्होंने स्टूडियो में जिन्होंने ये ब्रिलियंट आइडिया निकाला ऑफ कैंडेड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनो डिलन जो कि आता है ट्यूजडे को सात से साढ़े सात बजे तक और हम बात करते हैं थिंग्स दैट मैटर हमारे साथ वो जीनियस यहां पर जुड़ती है स्टूडियो पर और आपको अगर अब तक नहीं पता चला तो आपको बता दें शीज From a genius kid, she is the CEO and founder of Genius Kids. और अगर आपके बच्चे छोटे हैं बड़े हैं या फिर आप कोई भी चाइल्ड केयर अभी सोच रहे हैं तो आपको जरूर चेकआउट करना चाहिए डब्ल्यू 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 डॉट जीनियस किड्स ऑनलाइन डॉट कॉम जो की रेणु का ब्रेन चाइल्ड है तो जीनियस जी हेलो एंड वेलकम and i missed you last week rj oh, so and we did love rj isha too so a big <laughs> shout out to her and we missed you we glad you're back all right to bhai uh, like i said ki humne कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन वाला कॉन्सेप्ट ट्वेंटी स्टार्टेड तो वाई कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन जस्ट फॉर पीपल फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस टुडे सो आई जस्ट फेल्ट दैट यू नो आई मीन वी हैव सो मच ऑन द रेडियो सो मच एंटरटेनमेंट एंड इवन लिस्निंग टू फीलिंग्स ऑफ द हार्ट एंड फीलिंग टॉपिक्स दैट मैटर आर ऑल्सो वेरी एंटरटेनिंग एंड आई वॉन्टेड टू हैव अ शो वे आई कुड गिव एन ऑपरचुनिटी फॉर द लिसनर्स टू लिसन टू एक्सपीरियंसिस रियल लाइफ एक्सपीरियंसिस फ्रॉम रियल पीपल राइट नो एंड दैट्स वाई एंड सो बेसिकली कैंडिड मीन्स upfront honest straight from the heart and that clearly equals renu i know i know <laughs> all this is equal yeah. to renu but renu it's very easy uh, easy to just go out there and say what you feel like right. but uh, is it okay to just say the way it is or are there any rules of this engagement yeah so the rules of the show we're not going to personally attack anyone in person no names no organizations but i do want anyone that wants to call in and our guests on the show to express their feelings without any inhibitions because we want facts we want to know what really happened and we want to know how you really feel and maybe the listeners don't uh share the same thoughts and that's okay we don't have to have the same views but it's always good to listen to other people's views and learn from them especially real life experiences so yeah no personal attack especially on today's show because <laughs> i have to control myself as well on today's show <laughs> all right so let me listen ko bata do ki acha reno now you tell me what are the two top things top topics which are very close to your heart i know the answer but i just want to ask oh uh, well the anything to do with of course children and uh and children and women <laughs> children and women and i would say today's topic is about uh now even though i've got it as i want to clear one thing um because i had a lot of reactions on facebook about it today's topic is about deadbeat dads now i'm not attacking any men out there but i i i actually asked how many deadbeat moms were out there if anyone wanted to come and talk about a deadbeat mom and uh, before i explain what that is basically deadbeat is often misused it's normally a term that's used with uh when uh, a parent is if a uh, children a couple is divorced and a parent has been uh, asked to pay uh, support to the other party and they don't pay money that's normally where the term deadbeat comes from in other words they're not making the child support or the spousal support payment mm-hmm. they meant to do and if you actually look at the statistics there are more deadbeat dads than moms generally and that's why this term is so common but we're not here to attack any men out there so men take it easy but when i asked for any deadbeat moms no dads came forward <laughs> but when i said i want to do a show on deadbeat dads i couldn't control my inbox <laughs> so, hey you know we're here but again we're not against dads there are some amazing wonderful fathers out there but today in particular i wanted to talk about this because 
I feel it's an issue, especially our Indian community. Uh, divorce happens nowadays. It's almost 50% in so many different communities. And at the end of the day, you know, children have been brought into this world not by choice. The parents decided to bring the children to this world. Whose responsibility is it to raise these kids? And raising a child doesn't, doesn't mean just loving them and taking care of them. You have to spend money on these children. And when a couple separates, who is going to take care of those children? Who's going to pay? It has to be both parents, but generally what happens is the, the responsibility falls more on one and sometimes entirely on one because the other parent doesn't feel it's, it's necessary. And I can talk about that from personal experience myself. But today is not about me. Today I brought on a show a dear friend and actually the manager of our Genius Kids Campus in Pleasanton, Christina. And the reason I brought her on is because when I first met her, um, it, you know, I think one of the re- when I hire people, it's not just about their resumes. I look at the passion that they bring. And I saw in, in this person a very passionate single mom who was going to go do anything and everything for her child. Because the one thing that came through the interview to me was, Ms. Reynu, if I ever ask for any time off, it's going to be for my daughter. Oh. And um, I knew immediately that's a single mom. Because we don't ask in interviews if you're single or married. But yeah. clearly that's a statement that I'm here to take care of my child. So I want to welcome Christina. Christina, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so thank you so much. So today we're going to talk to Christina, who's been a single mom. So my first question to you is, uh, how long have you been a single mom for? If you could maybe share that. I would essentially say that um, even though my ex-husband and I have divorced when my daughter was two, I think ever since she's been born, I've been a single mom. So even though you were married at the time you were. And why do you say that? I say that because he may physically have been present there, but he wasn't emotionally present. Um, he wasn't there to pick her up from daycare, to take her to daycare, to get the bottles ready, to do any of the necessarily day-to-day tasks. He was out doing his own thing. So who picks up the slack? Who needs to pick up the slack? Mom. Now, do you feel that that's even married moms do that as well? Do you think, do you, in your opinion, think that even today, even when a couple is married, the women tend to do more of that than the dads do? I think so. I think so. I, I think it's also part of a, a nurture part of moms that they always want to know. I want your help, but I don't want you to do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christian, don't mind me asking, how old is your uh, child right now? She just turned 12. Wow. Yeah. So almost uh, heading to teens in a year. I think she's already there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've been a single mom for 10 years? Yes. Yes. All right. 10 years. And so what do you feel are, if you could, I mean, I know there's so many struggles of being a single parent. I've been one as well for a long time with two girls. Um, what do you think were some of the struggles that you had before we addressed the topic today? What were some of the struggles that you faced? Some of the struggles that I faced is, you know, with being a single parent, you have no one to bounce ideas off of. Um, you have no one to listen to you, to uh, give you suggestions. All the decisions fall on you. So you have to think, am I making the right decision? Um, is this what I should do for my child? Should I put her here? Should I do her, put her there? Um, just all the day-to-day stuff. You know, it's up to me to get her up and ready for school. Uh, make sure that she's fed, uh, she goes to school, she learns, she comes home and she does her homework, she showers. It's just all the day-to-day stuff that's been, it's really difficult. Um, it's hard to manage your time. Uh, for instance, a great example today, I got a phone call during work hours, mommy, I'm not feeling well, and she does have some medical issues that I do have to take seriously. 
So on my lunch break, I give her her call, and she needs to come home. I have to figure out I can't leave work. Right. I need to find someone to come pick her up and take care of her. And then after work, I go home. i got to make sure I tend to her, her needs. Um, I can't miss this radio show. This is something I've been looking forward to, too. And so I go home, take care of her, and then I be on my way out here. Um, and it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to fall on. And now it's like the guilt. Do I feel guilty that I came out here and did the show? Do I feel guilty that I have a meeting after work tomorrow from, you know, two hours? It's all these decisions that you have to make that's really, really difficult. So now, sorry about that. When you, when you, when you went through your divorce, was the custody allocated as 50-50 or did, it, did you get the full custody? How did it work? Because so, technically speaking, it's sometimes it's generally split. Right. Technically, yeah. it is, um, I'm the custodial, so he would have her every other weekend. Um, he has utilized that time off and on for maybe two years. The rest of the time, she's with me 24-7. I just went and did my taxes a few weeks ago, and I'm head of household, and I claim her because she's with me 365 days right. a year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I wonder what's the, I mean, you stole my question. Thank you. But, <laughs> but I wonder what kind of impact does it have on the child? And that's, if, if she's listening right now, uh, what, what is it, I mean, to have a father, but then he's MIA, missing in action for the most part? Uh, what is that? Um, that, for me, really is the toughest thing. Um, how do you explain to your child when someone comes in to your life, and then abruptly leaves. Right. Um, so, for instance, once a year, he'll make an appearance in her life and get her hopes up. And he'll do it for a week, and then he leaves. He just did it a few weeks ago. How do you explain to your child? Um, and mind you, you know, being candid, she's been through counseling twice, um, starting at the age of five because of this. How do you explain to your child when she asks, why doesn't my dad want to see me? Why doesn't Absolutely. he love me anymore? Yeah. How come he's choosing this person and her family and her kids, but she, he doesn't want to spend time with me? Right. That's what really is the most difficult thing. How do you explain that to your child? You can't. And, you, you know, I always can't. say that, Christina, when I uh, meet so many couples, and even at school, you, know, you have couples, I mean, who doesn't have problems out there? But when I meet couples who will very easily say, I want to have a divorce and they have a child, I always tell them, what about the child? Have you ever thought about this child? And it's a very quick decision because as adults, we'll move on, right? Right. We'll get separated, we'll move on. And now we have this creation of life that we have both created. But now suddenly, how do you divide? You can't divide this child into pieces, into two pieces. So how are you going to ha balance and make sure that she or he will continue to get the same kind of lifestyle had you both stayed together. And that's my big thing. And that's one of the big things that I fought during my divorce because it's always going to, the onus and, uh, is, and the custody is going to fall on one parent. Mm -hmm. I went through the same thing. 50-50 was awarded. They lived with me 365 days. Right. Yeah, he picked Wednesdays and every other weekend and I'd be lucky we even actually executed them. He actually changed, if I'm not mistaken, I think he changed Wednesday to Tuesday because it was a free meal for kids somewhere on a Tuesday. I'll never forget that. I hope you're listening out there. All right, we, we're yeah. all rolling our eyes yeah. and we're like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, And the thing is, is that, uh, but I went through the same thing. My kids would ask me, you know, when they got invited to birthday parties, it was on his weekend, why can't I go to the birthday party? Well, you have to ask your dad. And then dad would 
many times parents don't realize, divorced parents, they'll say no purposely and they're trying to hurt us, but in actual fact, they're not hurting us, the spouse, they're actually hurting the child. All right. At this point, I'd like to in, uh, invite our listeners. Uh, 510-657-1170 is our number. If you have any questions for Ms. Reno Dillon or uh, Christina here, or you are a single parent who would like to join us in this discussion, feel free to do so. I'm taking a short break, and we will be right back here with Candid Conversations with Reno Dillon. GHR. And that is the topic of the day. Thank you for listening. What are you talking about, man? Oh, man, this is Rohan. All-rounder. In public speaking, in debate, in personality, 10 on 10. Rohan, achha, kiska beta hai? Genius Kids ka hai? Genius Kids, because we dream the same dream for your children. Offering programs for infants, toddlers, preschool, pre-K, kindergarten and after school. Nominated best preschool in Alameda County by Crown 4. Visit GeniusKidsOnline.com or call 510-713-2431. Over 37 centers in the Bay Area, Tracy and Sacramento and growing. It's that time of the year, the 8th Annual Spandana Spelling Bee 2019 competition on March the 2nd, 2019 in San Ramon, open to grades 1 to 8. Get your child to prepare and develop their spelling while supporting underprivileged kids in India. This event is one of the most popular events with over 300 kids participating. Early bird registration by January 31st and registration closes on the 22nd of February. Don't miss this opportunity. Genius Kids is a proud sponsor of this event. Visit www.spandana.org slash spellingb2019.html That's spandana, S-P-A-N-D-A-N-A dot org slash spellingb2019.html back listeners 717 Tuesday ka din hai so that means you're listening to Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon and today we have Christina with us and we are talking about deadbeat dads aur apse pehle mere ko bhi nahi pata tha what it means to be a deadbeat dad but now I know so I'm calling my listeners and calling in for all your uh, you know thoughtful insights agar aapke paas kuch hai about being a single parent if you are someone who's out there and uh, give us a sneak peek into what it's like to be a single parent we already have Christina here aur hum baat kar rahe hain about what does it really feel like and what are the responsibilities, struggles? And also in this half, we'll be talking about how does one deal with it successfully like Christina has done. So, Christina or Renu, agar aapne bhi, I think we should invo- include you as well. Because so, you know, uh, when we talk about deadbeat, as I mentioned earlier on when we started the show, it normally refers to the payment. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing, you know, we talked about how the child needs involvement of both the parents in their lives and and I've seen some couples who've done a great arrangement where the couples are very amicable and the kids go back and forth from one home to another but in order to raise I think what people tend to miss is in order to raise a child you need money you know kids can't thrive on air and candy and McDonald's they need money they need money to buy shoes and clothes and food and go to activities education education Mm -hmm. yes and one of the worst things that happens at least from what I've witnessed in so many divorces and I'm not sure if you can uh, share your experience Christina is is that the, the, whoever the parent is, and I'm again, I'm going to refer to deadbeat dad here, simply from my own personal experience and Christina's, mm-hmm. but no offense to any dads out there. But when they get, uh, when they're told to pay, it's like, it's, it's so painful for them to write that check. They think they're paying the wife. And the mentality is, I'm paying you and you're going to spend the money. But hello, it's the mom who's spending all her time looking after that child, caring for the child. We're going to have to spend the money on the child. It's not like we're spending it on ourselves and our hair and our nails. 
So I used to get asked that all the time. What did you do with my check? Well, what do you think I did with your check? I need your check because it can't just be my check. Now, what are your thoughts? What happened with you? So with me, uh, when we went in and went into uh, the court to actually have our divorce, and the state, I'm going to make it very clear, the state mandated the child support, not me. So um, one, I was accused of you're coming after me, you just want my money. Um, That wasn't the case. The state went after him. When we went in to um, have a court order for child support, uh, we met with the mediator, and the mediators, by looking at what I made, um, I'm the one that's providing insurance. I'm the one that's providing dental care. I'm the one that's providing the clothes, the food, the everything. And mind you, this ma- man makes four times the amount I do. Very well off. Right. He had the audacity to tell the mediator, I need to get a better paying job. So that just kind of shows you what type of the man- mentality, mentality yeah. he has. And I tried to explain to him, He's, um, he says, in those terms, what are you going to do with the money? You're right. going to do this. And I say, you understand that the court ordered you to pay it. It's called child support. I'm not asking for sub- spousal support. It's not going to me. It's child support. It's, ch- it's money that you owe to your child. Um, so you owe it to her. And um, let's see, he's made three payments. Um, since that was established back in 2013, um, two payments of $50 and another payment of $23. You're kidding me, right? No, I'm not kidding you. So I'm not going to say the number, um, but he's very much um, back in arrears, and it just continues to grow and grow and grow. Um, By the time she reaches 18, she could have an excellent college fund. But the things that I've noticed, and I'm going to... um, a workshop tomorrow uh, with DCSS, uh, Department of uh, Social Services, and, you know, filing for child support is how to do it. I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do my part by giving all the information that I can. Now, how do they collect? Because here I have been sitting here for years and years and years, right. and he's back in arrears. Uh, he's so far gone, he's not going to pay. Um how do you collect that? I, exactly. And it's your money. It's your, you're entitled to that money because your child is entitled to it. Right. So this person who um, her dad likes to, and I'm sure this is very typical, I, this is not unheard of for many um, single moms that I have talked to that do not get their child support. He likes to work under the table. He puts his boat and his truck in his girlfriend's name. So they can't take that from him. The state can't take that from him. He works under the table, so cash only. Um, you know, it's one of those. He's, he's not showing the real income. Right. He doesn't He doesn't do his taxes. He doesn't even have a valid driver's license. That's already been revoked. And, again, going back to being candid, I mean, my daughter doesn't know this, but I'm, she's not the first one that this has happened to. Right. He has oh. a previous child that he did the exact same thing to. And this is what this is why I wanted to talk about this today because there's so many people out there that go through these experiences as single parents and they don't know what to do. And it is unfortunate, even though the state mandates child support and spousal support, but collections and when these go into arrears, is, is you spend more money in attorney fees trying to collect it. And sometimes it's not worth it. 
it's just not worth it at all because you could spend the same amount in court just to collect that amount. And many women, at least that I know, will just say, hell with it, you know what, I'm just going to raise my own kid and I'm just going to do it my way. Christina's yet to go to CSS and have it figured out, but you've gone through this journey. So how does it all settle? I mean, do you have to... So in my case, uh, he made plenty of money. I mean, he's very well known, but he did not want to... That money was not going to be for his children. Why would he? His mentality is always, until today, God bless him wherever he is, has been that you spent that money. Well, what am I going to spend it on? Um, no, but you know, if they've been around, they would know yeah, what. Right? They would, exactly. And the thing is, just giving money is not participation in a raising a child. You know, and I think I wish all the parents out there, whether you're a deadbeat mom or a deadbeat dad, whoever is, whoever is thinking of going through a divorce or going through a divorce, you're punishing your children when you don't participate together mm-hmm. and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, to raise that child because that child did not ask to come into this world. You created that child. Now you've decided to go your separate ways. Why are you fighting over money? If you make the money, spend it on your child. Give your child a good life. And you know what? You can have a very amicable relationship. I'm, I'm sure if he was paying his support and visiting his daughter, he could still have as many kids as he wanted wherever he wanted it, but he could still you know, enjoy a relationship with his daughter, right? Right. right. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, the excuses I got, well, why he wouldn't have her is because I don't have the money. And I'm like, I don't understand. A park is free. A library's free. Right. You mean you're drinking and you're smoking and you don't have money to take your daughter out for an ice cream cone and just go sit in the park and talk? Um, I, yes. So it not only is it the financial, but that is the term deadbeat dad is not paying the, the financial support, but emotionally you have to be there. So, Christina, your daughter is uh, 12 yeah. already, and you've, you've had a long journey. So I think we get it, right? But what are the things that have worked for you and your ch- child? What have you done to make sure that the 12 successful years that you've had as, as a single mother, what is the mantra, if I may say, you know, what, that you've lived by and that you've you know, told your daughter? And, you know, before you answer that, she's a fantastic mom. I can tell. I will tell you that. She's a, and I'm not just saying that because you work for Genius Kids. You're a fantastic mom. I've seen what you do with your child, and you, you love her. You discipline her. I mean, you, you know, it, it's wonderful. <laughs> and it's hard to do that as a single parent. So what is your secret to success? All the moms out there can hear this. My secret, what I do and what has worked for me thus far, is I am very open and honest with her. And all of my bigger decisions are included. Uh, for example, I was just promoted recently. Um, my daughter is not the boss of the house, but it did affect, it would affect her. So I talked with her. I talked with her and we have these conversations and, um, you know, we're a team. We're a team. And so for me to always be open and honest with her, I mean, to a, to a degree, um, and setting boundaries, um, and she knows that she's very well loved. Um, but sometimes, you know, as a single parent, uh, you do. And I hear that. I hear that. Oh, you're a great mom. But I always, you know. Yeah, cr- you're second guessing yourself all the time. I crouch down. You know, are my decisions right? Am I, you know, um, should I be there more? Should I do more? Uh, I can't afford this for her. And it's not necessarily that the financial things, you know, just because my friends have this, I want this. But the decisions that I make that surround her education and everything that she does 
Yeah, uh, a part of it is just mom's guilt, which is universal. <laughs> Even if you're the best, you just keep second guessing <laughs> yourself. So uh, we've got very few little time left. So uh, Renu, so in closing, your message out to in a few lines to all the. Uh, single parents out there, I'm not just going to refer to deadbeat dads or deadbeat moms, but all the deadbeat folks out there, one single bit of advice. You know what? You're the one that's missing out. So for the deadbeat dads and the deadbeat moms that are out there, by you not being part of your child's life, you're not hurting your ex. You're hurting yourself. Um, You do affect the child, but you're hurting yourself because things that you can't get back, in life, you can't get that time back. Right. You can never get that time back. So, you're lost. Yep. All right. And then, I, I, I must tell you, your daughter is so lucky because she's got a, such a strong mother and such a great example to live by. I think you're the best mom around and nobody needs to tell you that. You already know that. And I think your daughter is absolutely. super lucky to have someone like super you. Super lucky. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank Kudos you to you, so Christina. much, Christina. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, Renu. It was amazing. We've got two of your, you know, Hira's around. I've uh, I've met your one daughter and I can totally tell how your other daughter is. So what's your mantra of success? You know, my mantra of success is, is open communication. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Be straightforward. Candid. Don't, yeah, candid. Don't beat around the bush. And, you know, some people like to cover up. I don't believe in I wanted my kids to know the truth. And I've never told them not to keep a relationship with their dad. You know, he's not about money. But they need to know. And all I can tell you ladies out there is, just because you have a deadbeat dad out there, don't worry, there are plenty of replacements. I found one. (laughs) So if I can find a replacement dad and a really good one too, you know what? There is hope. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And one of our shows coming up, I can't remember the date, but we're actually going to bring on a psychiatrist who's going to talk about the very important relationship of how important fathers are to daughters particularly. Because I think a lot of men and and parents don't think the daughter-father relationship is important. It is very critical. We're going to be addressing that. Sure. But next week's guest, before we wrap up, is going to be actually a young woman, a politician. We're going to politics next week. We're going to be bringing Sabina Zafar, who just won uh, the elections for councilwoman in San Ramon. So we've talked to Teresa from Fremont and mm-hmm. found out what she's doing for Fremont. And now let's find out what uh, Sabina is going to be doing in uh, San Ramon. All right. Listeners from San Ramon or all over Bay Area, don't forget to tune in next week, Tuesday, 7 to 7.30. And if you have any feedback, you want to tell us what topics to address, if you want to be featured on the show, the number, the email is renud at gmail.com, R-E-N-N-U D at gmail.com. Or mujhe bhi sakte hai, swati at radiozindagi.com, S-W-A-T-I at RadioZindagi.com. With that, I'm going to leave you with Radio Zindagi. Stay tuned. Thank you, Renu. Thank you, Christina, for Thank being you. with us. Jai Jai.